Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Taylor Kitsch, on American Assassin, playing David Koresh and directing his first feature film. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused, our second this week. An embarrassment of riches, I'm Josh Horowitz, joined as always by Sammy for the intro. Hey, Sammy. You're spoiling them, Josh. I know. It's not Two always gonna, in a week. It's not always going to be this way, guys, but um, I couldn't pass up uh, bringing Taylor Kitsch in. Thank God. <laughs> You're not to God's ears. Yeah, not mad about it. <laughs> um, he is our second uh, uh, actor from American Assassin. Of course, we had Dylan O'Brien in the other day. Um, and Taylor's always welcome here. Uh, I've always been a big fan of his. Of course, Friday Night Lights is what many people first uh, got to know him from. But um, I certainly was with him all along the uh, the trail of John Carter and Savages. And, and uh, he was in here for The Normal Heart last, which was actually three years that was, ago. That was three years yeah, ago? Yeah, we were saying it was three years ago he was on the podcast and he's uh, uh he's just one of my favorite guys he's like he what you see is what you get he's very sweet and kind of like um you know in it for the right reasons he's like you know he's been living in in austin for i think like a dozen years now um you're gonna go visit him we talk about it in the podcast i got the big invite oh, oh boy we broke through oh uh, no he's a uh, he's um He's a very talented actor and serious about his craft, and you'll hear a lot of uh, passionate talk about not only American Assassin, but I was super curious about this next film that he, uh, it's, I think it's actually a six-hour film that's debuting next year um, on a new, like, Paramount, I think it's called the Paramount Network that started next year, um, that's uh, called Waco, and it's about the uh, the siege at Waco, and he plays uh, the cult leader, David Koresh. Uh, we ended up talking at length about that. Um, partially because I was interested, but also once we started on that tangent, he uh, he was clearly passionate about it, and it was a big, big role for him and a, a big stretch. He showed me a photo of himself in character, and he like lost like a lot of weight, and he's just totally transformed. Mm, that changes things. Because I was thinking, if he looks like Taylor Kitsch, no. yeah, he, I'd join that cult. Well, but, we, but we, yeah. you know, I mean, we, I don't want to like ruin what we talk about, but like, yes, like I mean, look, to be a cult leader, you have to actually be charismatic and like you know, and look like Tim Riggins. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of talk about that. A lot of talk about uh, American Assassin, uh, this cool new action flick that stars him and Dylan O'Brien and Michael Keaton, uh, as well as his uh, directing debut. He's going to be directing uh, pretty soon. So, um, you know, always uh, an actor that's not complacent, to say the least. And he's, uh, he's, he's, he's he has a really cool career going. And, uh, you know, he obviously uh, has dabbled in, like, the big budget kind of franchise things, like the infamous, like, John Carter thing. Um, but he also uh, is is ready and willing to do kind of, like, quirkier uh, interesting kind of ensemble things. Uh, and then like doing something like Lone Survivor, uh, which was so well received. And he's also got another uh, cool looking ensemble coming up called Only the Brave that comes out, I think, in a couple of months. And it's him and Miles Teller and Josh Brolin. So uh, look out for that as well. All of our, all of our favorites, Sam. I was going to say, that is... We gotta get them in for an after hours. <laughs> yes, I don't know if that's the right movie to do it, but yeah. we did a sketch around Lone Survivor, which was bizarre. <laughs> yes, everyone should go back and watch the that. The most unlikely sketch after hours ever did was a sketch with uh, that whole crew: Wahlberg, Emil, Hirsch. Um, am I missing something? Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. Was there a fourth? It wasn't. Ben Foster wasn't in there. No. I feel like I'm missing was, one person. I keep on wanting to say someone who I know it wasn't. 
I'm blanking, but it's it's yeah. it's, it's a fun sketch. It was the, it, look up the uh, the after hours holiday special with Mark Wahlberg <laughs> if you want to go down memory lane for God. that. That was a weird one. Um, <laughs> so by the time you listen to this, uh, Sammy and I are probably in Toronto for the film festival. Um, you'll hear, I believe, at least one podcast I'm taping next week uh, in Toronto with a very cool filmmaker. So don't want to jinx that, but um, you will want to check that out very soon, as well as uh, upcoming uh, guests. I can mention this: uh, Nicole was just in here, mm-hmm. so. Uh, because Holt will be on uh, very soon, uh, and a lot of other really cool folks. So, uh, and an amazing sketch we just did. And um, I was gonna—I didn't know if you were gonna say well, it. We can tease it. So, because we we shot it, it happened. You never want to jinx it before it happens. But um, keep a lookout for uh, a sketch with the Outlander stars. Guys, they left like five minutes ago. Yeah, Sam and Katrina just left. As Everyone's... an Outlander fan, Sammy. As an Outlander fan, I promise you all. I did good by us. We did good by us. Sammy helped write the script. You're good at, well, what, it, you really, you, the consultant. you needed you were, you help the with expert. the language. No, I, yeah. I wanted to make sure this was faithful to, because they mm. are in character, guys. They, they are, are in character. So um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tweet about that. Sammy, I'm sure, will tweet about it. So um, yeah. if you want to make sure you don't miss that sketch, and it's, I think it's going to be a good you one. You can't miss it. Um, f- follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm Joshua Horowitz. What are you again? Sammy Heller. Of course, Sammy Heller. That's a Y. S-A-M-M-Y. Um, and speaking of spreading the good word, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Happy Sad Confused on iTunes. The review- Do it for Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> Do it for Taylor. Do it for me. Do it mm-hmm. for all that is good in the world yeah. uh, no but seriously the reviews and ratings do help spread the good word so uh, if you could take a second to do that it is much appreciated and let's uh, throw it over to a conversation with the dashing the charismatic Whoa. the gorgeous <laughs> the gorgeous Taylor Kitsch he had short hair everyone just I know that that's important that's, yeah and we don't cover that so thank no, you Sam. he had short hair so just keep that in mind if you have your Taylor Kitsch doll in front of you yeah. while you're doing this t-shirt jeans and short hair oh. you're all welcome okay and here's an actual conversation too Kitsch is in the house good to see you buddy yeah I am good to be back <laughs> three what were we saying I three plus three years. years how is this possible Shit. what happened to us I gained 125 pounds <laughs> yeah you guys can't see it but he is <laughs> it's a mess genuinely disgusting <laughs> A little dry heave when we saw each other, from your end, obviously, looking at my body. (laughs) No, I was sexually aroused. Oh, yeah, flattering. (laughs) No, it's been too long, man. Good to be back. It's good to see you. So, uh, yeah, last time I think we spoke, I was actually listening to our last conversation just so I didn't like... uh, uh, go over the same territory. There were tales of, uh, of drunk tanks in your early oh. days. Oh, yes. <laughs> Any drunk takes in the last three years I need to know No, about? unfortunately. Oh. How, that story, I can't, one, I can't believe I shared that. <laughs> we were deep into the conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I probably like voluntarily like, just spewed. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's definitely a true story. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, good moments, good so, beats. So uh, let's, let's talk about, well, I want to talk about a bunch of things. First of all, um, you're still in Austin. Austin is uh, yeah. For, I'm for a decade now. five weeks away from moving into the the house on the lake, nice. which feels I bought it the the land seven years ago. Wow! So this has been a little endeavor. So how much? How much so is- the career can actually dictate when you move into a house. Sure, yeah, 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 totally. How busy you are, etc. But ups and downs and everything else, man. Yeah, for sure. How much of Austin? Is it about being in Austin, and how much of it is about being anywhere but LA? Is it a little bit of both? Ninety ten. Okay, mostly Austin. Mostly yeah. love of Austin. Yeah. To like 
I need to not be in that yeah. system and that whole mindset. Yeah, I, that hit me pretty clearly right when I got to LA. I just it just didn't just a little too much fit. It just the lack of I don't know soul. <laughs> hey, you're talking to a New Yorker, so I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine. I can rip LA it away. Bit. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, but yeah, it was just, I don't know, the traffic kills me, and um, I mean, there's great people there, I got great friends friends there, but it's just, I don't know, just not my town, man. Has it had any cost, do you think, to the career to be, you know, it's obviously no. it's not so far away, whatever. Argumentatively, I think it helps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even Normal Heart or these kind of things where it's like, you kind of see their true colors or how serious they are. If they can't, I mean, everybody, if you, if you can't have them, they want you more, right? Sure. Or access to me not being down the road. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to really talk about a gig or you want me to, my hat in the ring and audition, then you got to get me there, you know? or so, You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, yeah. it, it challenges that whole thing. So that's helped, I think. And I will say, like, just prep-wise, it's, it's a 180. Just being able to be escape a little bit, oh, just concentrate a little bit. Yeah, like literally. I mean, Waco's a great example. Just being in Texas. I mean, obviously it was convenient being two hours from right. Waco. But um but just literally being in a room eight hours a day and researching, not having like just shit to do, parties that you don't need to be at or anything <laughs> like that, you know. So it helps immensely. Can, Dieting, all that. Can we actually talk a little bit about Waco before Bring we get into American yeah. Assassin? Because I'm I'll super talk curious about that. I'm blue in the face. That's a, that's a pro- when I heard about that project. Just based on the subject matter, for those that don't know, this is about the siege at Waco. You play David Koresh, this mm-hmm. kind of like you know enigmatic, charismatic um, cult leader, I guess. Yes. I say right. Yeah. I remember when this all went down. Um, you see my love of Michael Shannon on the wall oh, here. Oh, yes. Michael Shannon's in that one. A crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike, man. He's amazing. He's- he won. He's a lot. Obviously, he's so brilliant at what he does. Yeah. And he's really the only guy that can do it at that level. Mm-hmm. But he needs to do more comedy. Oh, yeah. I've done two sketches with him. You really? Should, I should send them to I you. Gotta I got to appreciate it. Because, I mean, you probably know from working with him now, I don't know how much how many scenes you actually had. Yeah, not a lot. Okay, but, like, um, yeah, he is the driest man on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I end up talking about him on this podcast all the time because I'm obsessed with him. I think just at, in terms of sheer talent, he's yeah, at the top of the game. he's all time, man. And, but I just love that, like, he... Um, he intimidates people and he doesn't oh, care. Yeah. And he doesn't care about really like softening it. Like <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. it's fine to be, to, for me to intimidate yeah. you. You should be intimidated. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm just kind of a scary guy. Yeah. Um, but Koresh, this is yeah. like a hell of a, a mind to get into for a while. I'm not just making up. I can show you what the look oh, is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're not on camera, <laughs> and it's not out. Obviously, it comes out. I think January twenty fourth. Is this like it's like a miniseries, like a few episodes? Six hours, yeah. yeah. Which is the right way to do it. It was a movie at first, and then um, I mean, you have to dive into this for it to be to really get the scope of of just what what the fuck happened, man. To to shed and bleed the honesty that deserves to be in there to. So I can't formulate because I'm trying to That's like look at Dave's pick. But yeah, I remember. This, if this, what year did it all go down? This is crash. That's crazy. Yeah. That's amazing. Lost, that's a transformation. Yeah. yeah. Look at the sunken cheeks. Like, man, you're like, that's legit. But yeah, that was here. Yeah, I mean, real hair? Uh, the back. I okay. wish I, I wish it was. <laughs> 
grow that mane. That I delicious know. Mane of the hair. lion's mane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who I was talking? Bingham. Ryan Bingham was a great yeah. country guy. Um, I was lear- I'm learning guitar because of Karash, and this yeah. was months and months ago. And uh, he saw the look of Karash, and he, he called it a Kentucky waterfall. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Nailed it. <laughs> so I'm going to use it. But yeah, I will him. give him, I'll that. give it to him. That's but that's all time. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, it's life altering this that role. That was a big um, one. It was huge, man. I mean, uh, I think normal heart scared me at a whole different level. And then this one, I literally was having a panic attack and almost. You're getting like a lot of. No one knows any of this shit, but it's uh, like five weeks before I almost pulled out, and this was after three and a quarter months of prep. And I had lost 25. I was just, there's so many personal things or whatnot that were there through the process. And Was it about not thinking you could do it or not wanting no, to go I there think, for a few months? And like, yeah, just... you felt yourself already kind of there. And then it was like the more you read into it and the more of like, it's a really intense role. And it's, it's uh, there's some things I don't agree with, obviously, and I've never really dived, really dived into a character like this right. that had done certain things that I truly can't understand. So, as an actor standpoint, I couldn't really. Those yeah, it was hard for yeah. me to be like, because Dave's all in, like, and you have to be obviously rhetorically, but yeah. you have to be beyond all in to believe, and you know, for me to emotionally connect and to play this honestly you have to go you know which i love and that's what it's about but there's just some things that crossed into my personal life that so it was um it was a really tough and then you know i talked to a few actors that have played really shitty or really intense characters um and the thing that pulled me through was just not to judge Mm. you know it literally was that simple because you're cutting yourself off from a whole emotional aspect if you do judge these kind of guys. Right. And uh, it was like, this is what happened. This is literally, literally what happened. And I listened to probably 40-plus hours of conversation and tapes and, um, you know, from the Child Protective Services to obviously Nesner, who's yeah. played by the Shannon. Mike Shannon. Mike Shannon yeah. um, and uh, watched all the tapes and watched his upbringing, a lot of tapes from his upbringing, tapes he would send for recruitment to Australia, to UK, to Middle East. To right. I mean, this guy was fucking mad brilliant. Yeah. Let's not make... Like, this guy was an incredibly intuitive... And we kind of equated it because I'm a simple... like. If you're going to give me direction, don't water. Like, don't give me 30 things to play. Cut right. If to you thing. need someone to bust on camera or more whatever it is, yeah. you know, like, break the fuck down. Just say that. Right. Don't, you know what I mean? I like, need, I don't need a, a map. Just yeah, say, like, I yeah. need you in the scene. More. You're fucked up or Yeah, to- exactly, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, so that was the beauty of playing him, too, because he really did live with his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. And as an actor, it was like Kevin Carter and Bang Bang Club. They're yep. both kind of were those type of guys in that sense, you know? Like, so he was just a magician with people, man. Right. The shit he would put those people through. But also, you know, I mean, we're going to go on long tangents because no, he's okay. still, I'm still getting through dealing sure. and dropping him. rap on this one? Uh, seven weeks ago. Oh, so it's still fresh. Yeah. It's still a bit. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
Well, any of those. But I, thought, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if, like, because I remember growing up being obsessed with, like, the Jonestown yeah. deal, too. Yeah. Like, all these guys, they are, look, I mean, yes, they, uh, they have to have something in them that uh, elicits the, the, these followers. Like, these believe, be, yeah, I you're mean, right. Like, they have to be, like, rock stars in their own right in a weird, bizarre so, way. This, I mean, literally, you just hit on the head. This, picture this. Who, who wouldn't take this up? All right? We, you know, the Dowdle brothers who right. wrote and directed are fucking awesome. And um, we'd be on set. We laughed quite a bit, too, mm-hmm. which you need um, in between takes. And there is some great humor at the beginning, too, before the shit hits the fan, before the first siege. Um, but you got to picture this. It was like Dave's birthday every day. Before this siege, I mean, he would go on 18, 25, 36-hour sermons walking through the house. He would play the guitar. So this guy wrote songs, was the lead guitarist, lead singer, would play at local bars all around Texas, was trying to get um, a production album made in L.A., Um, was the only guy after this New Light revelation, the only guy in the house of 120-plus people they could sleep with the women. Married or not, he's your guy. You know? He's alpha male. Times yeah, 24 elders, yeah. which he was um, creating. Right. So, I mean, it's good to be Dave Koresh. <laughs> Until the shit hits it, the fan. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. in this world that he created. Yeah. I mean, it's, these are like these lighter moments of like, before this whole thing happened, you know? Um, and obviously there's some dark times and dark beats and there's so much you can dive into before the branch, yes, the branch Davidians became them or be, but how he got the compound was a whole movie. If you want to go there, you yeah. know, um, the, how that mugshot of Dave was, it's just incredible. The stories are just insane. And that was in the beginning, but it was just, it's so hard to get it all in, you know, right. well, from 15 you years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we did kind of just go from like six months before the siege, right. before the first siege, and then the 51 day standoff. Then the, obviously we all know what happens. Right. Um, the, the gassing, the, the house on fire, the, you know, um, I mean, it's crazy. shit, it's a crazy story and I'm excited to show or shed some light on the injustice of it all. And, where does it? Where is it? Is it a spike? Is that the word? No. Yeah. So it's, it's at Paramount yeah. TV is yeah. uh, kicking off, okay. and Waco is their whole oh, cool. kickstart. Amazing. So yeah, yeah, we're excited. So awesome, in man. three weeks, you're gonna see a 30 second teaser, mm-hmm. and then um, and some stills of Dave. Maybe the one I just showed you. Yeah, I got a sneak. <laughs> but uh, for yeah, you, he's That's singing awesome. and. So this sits on the shelf. This is one of the two or three roles. You think? Definitely yeah. for me, just as a challenge, and um, I just I, I wasn't ready five years ago for it. Mm. You know, the toolbox wasn't as big. Right. You know, right. and so yeah, it was ex- it was uh, incredibly fulfilling. You felt like just you're serving something bigger as well. You know, it was just a shit show of what happened, and and it must must be also um, satisfying given me you giving me that background that you were, they almost dropped out and you kind of were able to complete. Yeah. I mean, you know me enough that, I mean, it's, it's hard. I'm a fucking fighter, man. I'll, you know what I mean? Like I love the challenge of it, but there's like, 
this moral ambiguity at the time that you're just battling that certain things affected you and my family that were mm-hmm. just too close, you know? So, and to go and play someone that has delved into this part of this and it's, it's tough. Yeah. yeah but so, so, so let's segue into something a little lighter, which I mean, yeah. it's weird to call American assassin. Lighter yeah. Yeah. Because it's a super fucking intense know. movie. I know. Um, it, it's a really good movie. I really enjoyed Ooh. it, man. And, um, and I, it's and like I, this old school, action yeah yeah and it's super gritty like i mean yeah. like the first scene like with dylan That's... like it's harrowing it's, it's it's your worst nightmare come to life yeah and you got a really cool part in it like it you was know, fun you do you honestly do because you have like the, the part that like every, you know the role that everybody's talking about the character everybody's talking about oh, nice. throughout, throughout the entire film oh yeah you know totally I mean? yeah <laughs> my but my best mate said that too he's like you know what's fucking great like if the more the screen, they talk yeah totally talked about yeah yeah <laughs> and you know if like you're playing a character or like called Ghost. Unless you're, I know. If you're not in a Casper movie, it makes <laughs> yeah, <take>. it's Slimer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and Taylor Kitsch as Slimer. <laughs> yeah, that's a Ghostbusters review. Yeah, it is. Um, but is it fun to be like you know you're not the young punk in this one? That's Dylan. I know. You're he kind is of a, a, young a slightly punk. older punk. Yeah, totally. <laughs> is that kind of a fun place I to be in your it. career right now? I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. We were doing the firefighting movie, uh, and Lorenzo yeah, Di Bonaventura. Right? Yeah. Um, and Lorenzo uh, produced that and produced Assassin, and he came out to me on set, and he's like, man, I got to see you try. I, I mean, if this hits you, if you want to do it, do it. He's like, I want to see you play this guy. And he's like, free reign. It's not plugged from Vince Flynn's book, so you can build this guy from the ground up. Nice. Um, so I was like, man, let me give her a read. And then Mike Keaton, obviously, and... I had my, I was getting the tattoos done for Mackenzie in the trailer, and I was talking about it, whether I was going to do it or not, and the agent's like, look, you get to torture Mike Keaton. I was going to say. You get to, you know, it's like, this is a cool beat. It's, you know, this guy is, you can really, just from the ground up, you can build him up, and you haven't played a guy like this, and it's more fun. We had Dave Koresh coming up, so it's like, Go take a breath yeah. before taking a real, a yeah, movie. you know, so. Yeah, it reminds me of, like, in those, in the, the Bourne films, like, they're always kind of, like, they always cast really well, like, the assassins tracking him, like, the Carl mm-hmm. Urban, Clyde yes. Owen parts. Yeah. Like, that's kind yeah. of like and you, you And they have movie. very little screen time, but you remember it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really well. Um, so wait, it strikes me. I was going to mention this to you before. Whenever I love, I've always noticed this about you. I feel like every person that comes into contact with you gets a nickname. You don't ever call somebody like, I'm probably like Horowitz as opposed to Josh or Keaton's Keaton as opposed to Mike. Yeah. Keaton. Is it it usually the last name? Yeah. It's like, that's sports. Is it? So that's like junior hockey, hockey growing up. That's really, that's where if if Friday night lights, it's like. William Street, right. you know everybody. Right. Seven. Yeah. Um, what's the do? You, what's the cons? Word? Connie Britton. <laughs> what's the weirdest nickname you have for a friend in your life? Oh shit, man! I don't know. Nothing too bad. <laughs> okay. And you're just kitsch to everybody. Yeah. Kitsch, yeah, kitcher. Okay. You'd be Harrow probably. <laughs> take or it. the hero. All right. Something like that. Right. I'd, Horror, we'd have a to. Bit of a mouthful. Yeah, it, is. It, a little bit. yeah it would be a lot <laughs> to like even sling a joke on top of that would be like just a deep breath. <laughs> how do how do you penetrate? I feel like I'm, I'm on the outer circle right now, which I'm totally happy to be in, in the yeah. world. I feel like to penetrate the inner circle, I'm going to need to devote a lot of time in the gym. I feel like everybody in your life really probably is very physically fit. Is this accurate? 
I will throw my best friend under the bus right now. Uh, he played pro hockey 10 years or eight years, was fought for the Red Wings and played oh, wow. in the minors. Tough guy, obviously. Yeah. But he got a bit slot. He's got a fucked up shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I guess so. I think that's what you bond over, you know? Mm-hmm. Pete and I, we're going to go box, you know? Yeah. It's just something that I guess you... You, you do together. Yeah, you guys. really yeah. do. Yeah. 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 We would accept you, though. <laughs> you know be- what? You have to come. If you come down to Austin mm-hmm. and if there's any, if it's good weather, it okay. doesn't even matter the fucking weather. Okay. Just come and stay at the house one night <laughs> with the boys. I don't know if I could survive. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hazing. I feel like. Don't plan on any work before noon the next day. No, that's fine. I just want to get out alive. Yeah, you'll, I mean. I There's can, this. I'm I, not even gonna start shit. But I yeah, can't really hold my liquor too well. Really? I don't have. I mean, yeah. I like to drink, but what I do can't. you drink? <laughs> you're saying that like you're <laughs> All I hear is a blender going off right I, now. I do love a good fresh, fresh, yeah. The <laughs> pina colada and the water. Okay, what's the go-to drink in in Casa Kitsch? What's the- uh, I'm gonna say i just i love a good jack daniels on the rocks Me too. simple I, dude yeah, nice yeah, seriously i do yeah yeah okay nice. we can hang. okay yeah yeah all right next austin trip i'm hitting yeah you you have to I truly to. Yeah, and yeah. i'm not just saying it because we're like on the air here <laughs> we're not this fake, is fake uh, being recorded right okay, yeah you're more that. than what it's 25 minutes outside of austin nice if there's any sun we'll get you on the boat okay. get you wake surfing <laughs> i had dylan this is a good little little full circle here yeah um, so we're not just talking nonsense for 20 <laughs> You're actually returning minutes. to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Dylan, we had the premiere for us, or one of them, uh, Q&A in, in Austin, which was awesome to bring it there. Yeah. Um, which I got to do way more of. Um, and Dylan got shattered the night, at, the night of. We all had a few yeah, after. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I texted him in the morning. I'm like, he had like five hours before his flight to London. So I'm like, he was way too hungover. So I'm like, I'm picking you up. Let's go. I'll get you on the boat. And um, <clears throat> we uh, got him out there. And he had, hadn't been on a boat in like 15 years or something ridiculous. I know. And he was wake surfing in like nice. 15 minutes. It's so the hangover it was, cure. It really is. Apparently. When the lake water hits you, it's awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah it's I've, great. I've only ever, ever really been in Austin for South By, and it's just too frantic and crazy. And it is, running man. around. I mean, it's, it's fun. This will be a good way, escape. But... Um, so, okay, let's talk a little bit about, uh, just where you're at in terms of like the kind of the, the choices that you're making. Cause it's, yeah. it's, it's exciting. Like, I mean, as I said, like something like American assassin, like, I think it's cool to do a popcorn movie like this where you don't have to carry the load and you get to kind of steal a bunch of scenes from the likes of Dylan and Mike Keaton. And, uh, and then you're part of a cool ensemble with only yeah. wave. Like, are you consciously... And serving something with those guys, yeah. Yeah, exactly, which is kind of along the lines of the Lone Survivor kind of Yeah, thing, very was crazy very close. You, right? Crazy. I mean, 19 guys in both past, oh, Lone Survivor in each one. So um, is, is, the, is the ensemble kind of thing something that you've always been open to, something you're more open to? Is it like, are you totally cool with not carrying <laughs> Implying that at the beginning no, it was I'm... like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Who's... One, two, three, and four on the call sheets. <laughs> it's not kitsch, 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 kitsch. All I'm saying is we know you can be the leading guy. You've, right. got, you've got what it takes to do that. But uh, I think it's also cool for, like, because a guy, you know, your age and your stature, like, 
can just kind of like coast on being kind of like, and they're often yeah. roles to be like the leading guy in some of these yeah. films. And sometimes the cooler role is to be the second or third. I or love lead. it. Yeah. Right? I, I think like from Nomar to Kev Carter, um, even Sav- I guess Savages uh, yeah, was I mean, one of the... I mean, it's still an ensemble. Yeah, you're definitely. Lead, but you're obviously yeah. two or three people, yeah. I don't know. I think it's obviously... It goes down to character and the filmmaker, but some just speak for themselves, you yeah. know? It was a careful what you wish for with Koresh, because, I mean, I will you're, say, like, the ch- once I got the call and the Dowdles were fans and they are like, hey, man, they they want you to you know, think about it and let's go meet. And I'm like, yeah, I look them up obviously. And, right. And you're like, Oh yeah, I just, this is going to be unreal. I want to play like this. And it's just like, careful what you wish for when right. you start to dive into it. That is a bit of ego, no doubt. Sure. Um, to be like the challenge, I can, you know, this, this and that, but again, yeah, it's in the degree. Then you're like, Oh shit. What yeah. I you know, you? and it's n- nothing to do with number one or two, but right. it's like, wow, that's, Beyond leading something, you know? Right, right, right. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm just uber conscious of it. I feel I always have been. Um, and yeah. I've always said, you know, I'm going to swing for the fences every time, yeah. you know? No, it feels um, like even like when we even started to talk in the, the first big films that came, like you had the right attitude. You kind of like knew that like... Um, how unique those kind of opportunities were and like mm-hmm. them, like you know we talked in depth over the years about John Carter and like mm-hmm. you got such a great experience out of like working with Stanton etc yeah. and like come what may of it yeah. like you have the experience and I'm so glad I learned that then 10 mm-hmm. year contract I'm not gonna sign ever again really you know I don't know <laughs> no you know I had point I had, I had two 10 year contracts going with Battle Battleship and then JC like my life I wouldn't be the, near the actor I am if I stayed in that That's group totally true you wouldn't not no even close you Koresh if you're making like no. a franchise film and I wouldn't year. be able to do it justice mm-hmm. I don't foresee that you right. know um, yeah you think of someone like I mean but the most fulfilling to interrupt yeah, it's no, like the most fulfilling is like Kev Carter's still one of my favorite all time. Yeah. I know not a lot of people saw it, but that was just a beat where I was like, wow, this is why I do what I do. This is Bang you know? Bang, right? Yeah, Bang Bang Club. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then being as scared shitless as I was from Normal Heart. Um, so there's is again, truth to they, that. There's truth to that cliche of like, if it scares you. Because you yeah. You're saying that, but like, that's what that be makes uncomfortable. it worth doing. Like, that makes it worth that exciting. And like, Truly. the last thing you want to do is kind of coast that. In your 30s. No, like. fuck no. <laughs> you know? you When you work with these Shannons and these guys, you know who just... Paul Sparks was incredible. He know. plays my right-hand man in... in um, he's on um, Boardwalk Forever. Okay. Um, he's Broadway. He's a beast on okay. Broadway, New Yorker, and just lives in New York. And he plays my right-hand man in Waco. Got it. Phenomenal. Really? Phenomenal. And he's best friends with Shannon. Shea Wiggum. Great. Awesome. He's one of those guys that I know. He's on screen, and he's like, he's right but very close with Shannon and nice. he's on the FBI side and his arc is fucking beautiful. Really? Yeah. It's just so heavy and And uh, I want to mention also you're going to be directing soon. Is that, yeah. Is that still the yeah, we're having a meeting in the car about it. Yeah. 
This is exciting, man. So, it is, man. Yeah. So is this something? Can you t- tell me a little bit, sort of like why this is? That's a that's obviously going to be a passion project. I mean, that's a putting yourself out there in a big way. Yeah. Is it something that you've been thinking about for a while? And- yeah, it took years to write. I did this short, which is just basically let's see what I could do with twenty k and mm-hmm. uh, called in favors with actors and cameras and cam camera ops and yeah. Um, and it came out really good, and then. It took a couple more years to write it to get to where I'm like, okay, I'm going to send it to another actor I admire, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, sure. Um, it's a big send on the email. I know, <laughs> man. And I get, you know, you get these talks or these emails from other buddies of like, hey, I'm I'm doing this. Do you want to do it? And it's just a pile of shit. Yeah, how do you respond you to know? that? Wait, 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 tell me, I want to know. I'm, you, I'm, uh, I'm unavailable is a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And or I'm just like, mate, I'm just coming off this gig. I need right. a beat. Right. You know, I, I'll do, you know, so I, I do it in a heartbeat. But, but yeah, just to Koresh. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the second. next year and a half. I'm Wait, playing that car. Koresh, like <laughs> yeah. two years ago. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. Know. Totally. Still taking a toll, man. Yeah. We're doing know. a prequel or there's talk <laughs> about it. There's so a junk it coming up. <laughs> yeah. A junk it. <laughs> So, That's when it's really bad. Right, when you're calling the junkie card. Um, so yeah, so this was, the script worked out. You yeah, I'm really happy with it. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know if I even said this earlier, but I won't go too much into it, but it's about three best friends who grew up in the shittiest part of Detroit. Um, and they all have, my guy has, is about to get married, has a five-year-old, and then another guy has come out of... Um, the military discharged out of the military, and then another guy is taking the right route mm. in life mm. and is in residency at the at the hospital. Okay. Three best friends, and they kind of come together to take an opportunity to change their own lives and their family's lives um, by intercepting this drug drop in the Mexico-Texas border. And they all go through their own kind of cleanse and mm-hmm. are changed forever f- from what happens there. I hope this is not based on a true experience you went through. No, but I will say, like, I grew up, you know, kind of in the outskirts of the drug game and stuff like that. And I was, you know what I mean? So it's like I've seen or met a lot of these guys that are like a guy who used to pick up drops, you know, and stuff like that. So um, I definitely stole some of that. And um and and the passion and interest to direct is it about just like getting the story told that you want to tell tell for a while or is it like I want to see what kind of director I am I mean you did the short yeah like you know this is something that like you know both just like selfishly from a career perspective it's good to kind of like do different things and mm-hmm. you know adapt and change but like um, or have you been having the itch for a while like you know I think I I think I, I think have a sensibility that would for me and maybe this is convincing myself not that there's not a lot of pressure. But it's more of just, I'm still a storyteller. I, I still, I just, I know I have an eye, like, and I can, if I grab the guys that I want for this, like, I mean, any director will tell you 80% is casting. Right. And um, I've casted three already. They're fucking great actors. Nice. So um, I'm in good hands there. And they just get the tone. Yeah. They get it. You know, their notes back are like, okay. You want to do it? Right. It's like, I'd love to play this guy. Because right. he, you know, as an actor, I, you know who helped me a lot was Taylor Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Have you seen and, his uh, movie, by the way? Yeah, Wind, Wind River, River. Terrific. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was with him during that whole process of 
we just bat stuff back and forth. But nice. um, he's awesome. And uh, he just, you know, plainly just would send a note of just being like, and it goes a long way. He's like, write what you want to see. Write a, a character that you would want to play. Right. Keep it that simple. Don't start writing for ratings. Don't start writing of what this is going to mean. Right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like, it really was that simple. And so that's why I think I can hook these actors that I've hooked because I... It comes from a real place. There's one actor we literally casted last week who plays my best friend who's about to just pop huge. And um, and we were just FaceTiming, talking about it. And it's I literally challenge him in the sense of like, I want to go... 20 minutes in this movie without you saying a word. Let's see what you can do, you know? And, and as an actor, if you've watched any, like, I love Less Is More. Mm-hmm. And I love, and he's just, like, salivating, you know? And that's yeah. when you know you got the right guy. Totally. Because he's just like, oh, bring it, yeah. you know? Again, so challenge me. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm going to sit on this guy with the camera and just, you know, mm-hmm. just sit in there with him. So it's a $3 million movie. Um where are you, are you shooting at back uh Detroit and Texas. Okay. Um yeah, so That's awesome. Man. Yeah, I'm excited. So, I'm curious like, you know, you talked a little bit earlier about like the kind of direction you want as a, as an actor. Like mm-hmm. you, you almost like don't want a ton of like um conversation. Like get right to the point. Tell me what you need. Right, if thing. you're directing me? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is has that changed over the over the years? Like are you the, are you the kind of like like what do you respond to on set like in terms of do you want a director to be like Great job, great job. Or is that like all bullshit to you? Or do you, is that helpful? That's the doubtos. Really? Yeah, but he's so genuine. <laughs> so it feels real. John, John like and Drew, yeah, they yeah. really are. Um, it's like, and, and Koresh is so big sometimes and so emotional. And so, so he would just come out and he would be crying or something watching. He's like, dude, I don't, we don't need to go again. Do you want to go again? That mm-hmm. was blah, blah, blah. It's like, I appreciate it mm-hmm. for sure. And then you got Dirty Pete Berg, who works completely different, you know? What does he say after a take that he likes or doesn't like? He'll either scream yes, <laughs> and then he, he will say, like, great job, it looks great, or whatnot. Or he'll start, I mean, Pete's his own entity, really. Um, but yeah, I don't like the rah-rah, the fake, like, oh my God, that was amazing. And even your gut is like, we got to go again. <laughs> you know what I mean? The clock's ticking. Let's, yeah, this, this that was BS. actual like, shit. <laughs> and if you think that was good, exactly. That's the worst indicator. We're yeah. all in trouble if yeah. you actually think that was this good. This show's going to suck. I'm sure that's happened yeah. once And now twice. I'm going to get lazy because you think that was good, you know? Um and what kind of director do you think you'll be in terms of like your attitude on you real? Saying, yeah, real. Yeah, I'll never be like that was shit. Right. But I'll be like, just push it. Yeah, you'll you talk know? to them the way you would want to be talked to. Yeah, so, for sure. Right. For sure. No, I'm not gonna appease. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, we're a little. We can be giant pussies sometimes. No, we, actors. Uh, yeah, I Insecure know. Insecure actors. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> it's an oxymoron. <laughs> So, um, what, uh, so that's probably the next thing. You're, const- you're going right into prep on that? Yeah, we got crazy press for Only, Only the Brave. Yeah. And then Koresh after in January. but um, Or November, January. But, um, but yeah, directing, I think it would be... I'd go that route for sure. I, I mean, I'd, in the sense of how I would direct. I don't know. Like, let's not waste time. I love shooting quick. Right. 
I have to trust you to bring it on the first, second, third take and let's move, yeah. you know, keep you on your toes that way and not let you settle too much. Sure. That's big for me. Yeah. No one likes 12 takes. Um, and you, you know what, if you know what you're doing, you come prepped and ready. Yeah. It's the classic Clint Eastwood kind of thing. I right? mean, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's almost like, absurd. God it's damn. Like, yeah. It's like one take. Or one, one or two I know. Yeah, it's like, I know. Yeah. I would love to swing for that though. Yeah. I mean, Pete's pretty known. I love oneers. Mm-hmm. You know, even just a long steady or one big wide and just sit in it. Yep. There's a couple in, in mine that are written that way. Um, yeah. What's the any appetite to do a comedy? I'd like to see you. Yeah, do man, I'd love really to. Would. I mean, Mackenzie's the humor in uh, Only the Brave, Chris Mackenzie, oh, yeah? for sure. Okay. Um, you meet him, and he's talking about this stripper that he had sex with the night before, and it's a pretty funny scene. And uh, he's just kind of the light of the whole thing. And nice. he, that's who he was in the well, when he was alive, and he's just a life. You know, he really, every day that guy. Would you know if they're on the line for 14 hours and they get off on a Friday yeah. and start Monday again? A lot of guys will just obviously go home to the families and just sleep. He'll literally go for a run, catch a plane, go to a concert overnight, go hard, then come back and get back on. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guy, like, just a, every day was like, so I love that about him. I'm excited about, uh, if nothing else, yeah, you and uh, big. Fa- I've always been a big fan of Miles. Uh, yeah, he does good work in this. He's a good one, and Brolin, of course. Brolin is, I will say, I've written two letters in my career uh, to another actor, and uh, I had to send Connolly a note wow. after this. It was just, she blew me away, man. Really? She's phenomenal in this. That's She's awesome. just a beast, yeah. She's one of those that, yeah, she kind of... And in a movie with 20 guys, you got a man's man in Brolin who does... There's just some beats in there that... And this movie, and you'll feel it when you see it, just meant so much to him Yeah. Uh, during prep. And just, he led this movie just in the best way possible through his prep and through his action and his work. So Amazing. I love the guy. He's great. And um, you'll see it. But Connolly as well in a movie that's so male driven in this sense of like really one of the only females we truly meet in the movie. I mean, in the heavy lifting that she has, she just dealt with it so well Mm. and comes across so strong and she's just fantastic. She strikes me as a pretty intense actor. Like, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's, in my experience with her. She's like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. which I love, you know, and I remember, obviously I'm not there on the days where Brolin's shooting with her. Yeah. Um, with all the house stuff and the relationship stuff. Mm. And, um, and Kaczynski, who directed it, did a beautiful job in that balance, mm. which is always tough to do. Um, he's an interesting director. So I don't know he's you know, awesome, my, man. I don't know if you know this. My brother's a, a writer, and he wrote the Tron movie. Come on. Yeah. So really? I, so I spent some time with No Joe. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. I love Joe, man. Yeah, he's a good guy. We just did... Uh, it was funny because we did, obviously, only The Brave, and... Um, and there's, you know, he's juggling this story, 20 other actors, blah, blah, blah. So he, we really dug working with each other. And he's really great in that sense, directing-wise. Sure. He lets you fly, but he'll rein you in when it's, you know, mm. I go way too over the top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which Mac would do sometimes, for sure. So that was fun playing him that way. But So then I get an email from Joe, and he's like, hey, you know, I had such a blast. We're doing this little short at Sony 
you know, do you want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, nice. you know. So we went and shot this short with uh, him and Lily Collins, and um, who's terrific too. I never met her, worked with her. She's, She's great. great. Yeah, yeah. She was just in here a few months. Cool ago. gal. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that was just flattering. I didn't know it was with Joe. It was you leave on great terms, but it was just like he's oh. been tracking you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little bromance with Kaczynski and I now. <laughs> so I'm a big fan, man. He's just a really, really, incre- as you know, just yeah. incredibly smart. Yeah. And I was like literally breaking down at school and everything, which is, just, I was like, <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you, I mean, because like even just seeing that, that first Tron film, you knew he could handle the spectacle. And it's cool yeah. to know that like he's also an actor's director. He so. really is. And how technical Tron is and coming from commercials, there's yep. a negative connotation as sure. an actor when you hear of like man check out this commercial it's beautiful it's like is there any dialogue i could listen to <laughs> curiosity you know because i am going to speak in this film so i <laughs> yeah. just want to see how it would work yeah totally <laughs> and him going you know fincher and him are really close oh, and just like so technically he's yeah, but... literally brilliant and then to have that little when he can work with you and, and understand it too, he was he was great. So would you be? But we talked about the Eastwood thing. Fincher's on the total other end. Oh, I know. Would you be interested in going just like for the experience to see what it's like? Even yeah, he's still his like, movies are still terrific. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I'd still I'd love to. Even Joe was like, "Oh, you got to work with him." I'm like, "Oh, let me just call Fincher then." <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh, Joe, you were right. It's. He wants, yeah, we're, we're actually going to hit camera next week. <laughs> That's all I needed to do, just, <laughs> yeah. to say it. Oh, yeah. okay, good to know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. He's, he's top five for sure. He'd be, um, that's my text. What's the sound? It's the wolf. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe another one comes in. No. Oh, of course not. Um, so no 10-year contracts, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, some more films with Joe Kaczynski, maybe a Fincher, and your own yeah. film coming up. There's a, yeah. lot, there's a lot going on. Yeah, Have and we... then you're going to be, I'm going to come back for Waco. Yes, please do. Seriously. I will, yeah. I, that's, as I said, there's everything about that project really intrigues me. And you know what we should do yeah. is get Shannon and I in here. Let's do it. The, the, and then... the, the Shannon podcast I did is I got to listen to it. Is it sanity? really? Because it's like, I can't even describe it. It's 45 minutes of just sheer insanity. <laughs> um, you would enjoy it. Give me, give me more. I want, like, what do you mean? In, well, in... he's so fucking dry. And, I know. Like, and we just like, I, I think, I think the reason he likes me is that I'm willing to like poke at him and mm-hmm. kind of like give him shit. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, as I said earlier, I think people are so used to like, um, succumbing. So yeah, like just okay, whatever you want, dude. Yeah. Like, my favorite thing is to like see like at a junket, someone walk oh. into Mike Shannon's room and just walk right out, and they're like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. That was White the worst is a ghost. Thing ever. Yeah, it's basically, you have to like learn how to speak Mike. There's Shannon. a trauma center basically, down on the, the second third room. floor. Yeah. <laughs> there should be. Um, yeah, it ended with him like playing with. The, I think that is actually his general Zod. This is figure. good, awesome. Yeah, he played a, a non-sexual escort only once. <laughs> Cash only, too. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I, I'm calling a, a uh, for a, a Mike Shannon to come entertain me. We end up playing Twister. Wow, really? Yeah. See, you're not the only one that I've subjected to stupidity. I love it. <laughs> I'm genuinely gonna. He's such an intriguing cat, man. He is. He is. Watch him for days, man. Um. It's very exciting and always pleasurable to see you, buddy. I'll always see, good to be back. It's I'll, been too long. It's been way too long. Let's not make it three years again. Hopefully, I'll see you for Waco. Uh, and if not, I'm just going to crash your pad and, and bring uh, it. I literally will get your number uh, here. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Dick uh, pics on route. <laughs>
That's a way to end the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. Ha, ha, ha.